Today is the eighth day of October. Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise. It is so great to be here with you today as we end a work week and move ourselves into the weekend and hopefully a little catching up, a little rest for us. But no matter what day it is or what part of the week it is or the month or year, whatever, we have a rhythm and that rhythm includes allowing God's Word to speak into our lives, bringing us clarity and rest. So let's just exhale all the stuff that's swirling around us and inhale peace and this serenity that we share around this global safe haven our Lord has created right here as we let God's Word speak. So we've been reading from the New American Standard Bible this week, and we'll continue to do that until this week is up. Our journey through our five chapters of the Psalms today takes us into the heart of Psalm 8, Psalm 38, Psalm 68, Psalm 98, and Psalm 128. If you are new to this daily reading of the Psalms, welcome. Sit back and enjoy God's Word pouring into your life. But before we get headed in, let's take a moment and ask the Lord to be our guide Father in heaven, we are coming humbly here into your presence right now into this safe haven because we desire to draw near to you. We are so desperate. We are looking to you for comfort, for direction, and for wisdom because, yeah, life is so challenging right now. We know that you are hearing our prayers and we thank you. And you are generously pouring out mercy and grace and abundance in our lives. As we journey into your living words, spark joy inside of us. Infuse us with your peace, a peace that passes all human understanding, that calms us, allows us to rest, and not to strive and stress. We open our minds and we open our hearts to you with the desire for your Holy Spirit to work within us, transforming us into the people that you desire us to be. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 8, The Lord's Glory and Mankind's Dignity A Psalm of David Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You who have displayed your splendor above the heavens. From the mouths of infants and nursing babies, you have established strength because of your enemies to do away with the enemy and the vengeful. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you think of him and a son of man that you are concerned about him? Yet, you have made him a little lower than God, and you crown him with glory and majesty. You have him rule over the works of your hands. You have put everything under his feet, all sheep and oxen, and also the animals of the field, the birds of the sky and the fish of the sea, whatever passes through the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, How majestic is your name in all the earth. Psalm 38, Prayer of a Suffering Penitent, 
A Psalm of David for a Memorial Lord, do not rebuke me in your wrath, and do not punish me in your burning anger, for your arrows have sunk deep into me, and your hand has pressed down on me. There is no healthy part in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. For my guilty deeds have gone over my head. Like a heavy burden, they weigh too much for me. My wounds grow foul and fester because of my foolishness. I am bent over and greatly bowed down. I go in mourning all day long. For my sides are filled with burning, and there is no healthy part in my flesh. I feel faint and badly crushed. I groan because of the agitation of my heart. Lord, all my desires are before you, and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes, even that has gone from me. My loved ones and my friends stand aloof from my plague, and my kinsmen stand far away. Those who seek my life lay snares for me, and those who seek to injure me have threatened destruction, and they plot deception all day long. But I, like a person who is deaf, do not hear, and I am like a person who cannot speak, who does not open his mouth. Yes, I am like a person who does not hear and in whose mouth are no arguments. For I wait for you, Lord. You will answer, Lord my God. For I said, May they not rejoice over me, who when my foot slips would exalt themselves over me. For I am ready to fall and my sorrow is continually before me. For I admit my guilt. I am full of anxiety because of my sin, but my enemies are vigorous and strong, and those who wrongfully hate me are many, and those who repay evil for good, they become my enemies because I follow what is good. Do not abandon me, Lord. My God, do not be far from me. Hurry to help me, Lord, my salvation." Psalm 68, the God of Sinai and of the sanctuary, a psalm of David, a song. May the Lord arise, may his enemies be scattered, and may those who hate him flee from his presence. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before a fire, so the wicked will perish before God. But the righteous will be joyful. They will rejoice before God. Yes, they will rejoice with gladness. Sing to God. Sing praises to His name. Exalt Him who rides through the deserts, whose name is the Lord, and be jubilant before Him. A father of the fatherless and a judge for the widows is God in His holy dwelling. God makes a home for the lonely. He leads out the prisoners into prosperity. Only the rebellious live in parched lands. God, when you went forth before your people, when you marched through the desert, the earth quaked. The heavens also dropped rain at the presence of God. Sinai itself quaked at the presence of God. 
the God of Israel. You made plentiful rain fall, God. You confirmed your inheritance when it was parched. Your creatures settled in it. In your kindness, you provide it for the poor, God. The Lord gives the command. The women who proclaim good news are a great army. Kings and armies flee. They flee. And she who remains at home will divide the spoils. When you lie down among the sheepfolds, you are like the wings of a dove covered with silver and its pinions with glistening gold. When the Almighty scatters the kings there, it was snowing in Zalman. The mountain of Bashan is a mountain of God. The mountain of Bashan is a mountain of many peaks. Why do you look with envy, you mountain of many peaks, at the mountain God has desired as his dwelling? Indeed, the Lord will dwell there forever. The chariots of God are myriads, thousands upon thousands. The Lord is among them, as at Sinai, in holiness. You have ascended on high. You have led captive your captives. You have received gifts among people even among the rebellious as well, that the Lord God may dwell there. Blessed be the Lord who daily bears our burden, the God who is our salvation. God is to us a God of salvation, and to God the Lord belong ways of escape from death. God certainly will shatter the heads of his enemies, the hairy head of one who goes about in his guilt. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea, so that your foot may shatter them in blood, and the tongue of your dogs may have its portion from your enemies. They have seen your procession, God, the procession of my God, my King, into the sanctuary. The singers went on, the musicians after them, in the midst of the young women beating tambourines. Bless God in the congregations, even the Lord, you who are of the fountain of Israel. Benjamin the youngest is there ruling them, the leaders of Judah in their company, the leaders of Zebulon, the leaders of Naphtali. Your God has commanded your strength. Show yourself strong, God, you who acted in our behalf. Because of your temple at Jerusalem, kings will bring gifts to you. Rebuke the animals in the reeds, the herd of bulls with the calves of the people. Trampling the pieces of silver, he has scattered the people who delight in war. Messengers will come from Egypt. Cush will quickly stretch out her hands to God. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. To him who rides upon the highest heavens, which are from ancient times. Behold, he speaks with his voice, a mighty voice. Ascribe strength to God. His majesty is over Israel, and his strength is in the skies. God, you are awesome from your sanctuary. The God of Israel himself gives strength and power to the people. Blessed be God. Psalm 98, a call to praise the Lord for His righteousness, a psalm. 
Sing a new song to the Lord, for He has done wonderful things. His right hand and His holy arm have gained the victory for Him. The Lord has made His salvation known. He has revealed His righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered His graciousness and His fullness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Be cheerful and sing for joy and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Shout joyfully before the King, the Lord. May the sea roar and all it contains, the world and those who dwell in it. May the rivers clap their hands. May the mountains sing together for joy before the Lord, for He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the people with fairness. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 128. Blessedness of the fear of the Lord, a song of ascents. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in His ways. When you eat the fruit of the labor of your hands, you will be happy and it will go well for you. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house, your children like olive plants around your table. Behold, for so shall a man who fears the Lord be blessed. The Lord bless you from Zion, and may you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Indeed, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Praise is such a good thing, friends. Often, when someone tells me that they do not believe in God, oh gosh, I just experience such a deep sadness because the evidence of the Lord's work is everywhere in nature. Gosh, we don't even have to go outside. We simply need to go and gaze into a mirror and look into our eyes. Our eyes, they are so marvelously created, allowing us to witness through sight those that we love and admire. We did not create these eyeballs nor the eyelashes that protect them. How marvelous that our tear ducts provide lubrication to allow our eyelids to open and close. Perhaps in a moment of reflection, you could actually count how many times you blink every minute. The mechanics of how our eye works is truly mind-blowing. Yet, can you imagine a life without your sight? Not being able to see a sunset, to see the smile of those that you cherish, not being able to read your Bible or what is on the digital devices that you have, not being able to witness the wonder that is something that honestly we take for granted every single day. It is scary that anyone would not realize that our eyesight was created by a loving, divine, holy God as was our heart, our mind, and our lungs, and our spinal cord. All of these things, friends, it's not something that we are doing. God created it. It happens seamlessly. It's God. 
I personally know how hard it can be to praise and to worship God when life's enemies push us down or berate us over and over and over again, when we feel like we are broken, when sadness and despair comes wave after wave and the desire to want to swallow a handful of pills just to stop breathing really begins to sound reasonable. Pain comes in so many forms, not just the physical. Emotional pain can be crippling. Being unable to stop mentally processing past traumas, always living in the dread of that other shoe dropping, and the threat of disaster just around the corner is a never-ending, painful experience. The pain of failing in relationships often can lead to deadly consequences when a person internalizes being a failure and that the world would just be better off if they were gone. But God, He has the answers for each of these pain paths, and the solution is actually twofold. Acknowledging that God is actually the one that created us, and two, praising Him. What does it mean to praise? Does that mean I have to be kicking out my heels, waving my hands around, and speaking in tongues? Is it rocking out to the lights and sounds of that rock praise band on Sunday? Is it lip syncing to a lot of old dusty hymns that were written well over 100 years ago? You know, Praise can be so much more sedate than getting all trippy and wild and sappy. As a word nerd, I like to look at the meaning of words to make sure I have a clear understanding. The word praise can actually be a verb or a noun, and today we'll cover how praise is used as a verb. Often, this is what many associate with the action of praise and what and how others act out their expression of the word. And we'll focus on the concept of the action of praise to express approval or admiration of. Okay, stay with me for just a moment here. What would you want to have others express approval and or admiration of you personally? How would you want your parents, your children, your neighbors, your boss, your spouse to express approval or admiration of you? Yes, that is what the actions that our Lord God is looking for us to do, to express approval and admiration for Him, the Lord God, not just when He's pouring out blessing upon blessing into our land, but even when it seems as if we are all alone. Honestly, it's easy peasy to express approval and admiration when somebody is picking up the tab at a fancy expensive restaurant or winning that all-expense paid trip of a lifetime or even receiving that much-needed transplant for your body just in the nick of time. It is a totally different thing to express approval and admiration when your oxygen level will not rise above 80 and your fingertips are turning blue while you struggle to breathe. Or when your employer that you've been with for the past 25 years 
informs you that to keep earning that much-needed paycheck, you must comply with the mandate from the highest office to allow a poisonous, untried concoction that I refer to as voodoo into your body. Or when the pain in your skull is excruciating and you hug the toilet for hours on end because of the side effects of medical treatments, then life gets a whole lot scarier. Often in that moment, life moves excruciatingly slowly. Instead of having daily goals, your goals is to make it through the next hour or just to endure another five more minutes. That is often where there's the proof in the pudding, where the rubber meets the road, and we find out what we are truly made of. Can we express approval and admiration to the Lord when we are walking in the fire? Often when considering a word and how it is used and how it applies to my life, I look at synonyms. That's just a big word that means a word or phrase that means exactly or nearly the same as another word or phrase in the same language. And the website source that really is helpful to drill down this way is wordhippo.com. So the list of synonyms for praise as in to express warm approval or admiration of had over 100 entries. (laughs) Wow. So I'll select a handful here. Simple one word synonyms. Compliment, celebrate, honor, appreciate, cheer, recognize, value, bless, boast, trust. Okay, now some phrases. Speak highly of, rave about, say nice things about, make much of, acknowledge favor, Give recognition to, put your hands together, give a standing ovation, think well of, go on about, express delight over, give credit to, regard highly, show gratitude to, be grateful for, be enthusiastic, hold in respect, show enthusiasm, be excited, be delighted, express gratitude for, Believe in, put your faith in, count on, be satisfied with, rely on, and go on the record for. Honestly, it is so easy to praise this way when good things are happening, and it takes some effort to accomplish when you have been thrown into the fire of affliction, trouble coming against you or within you. Yet yesterday, when Daniel's friends that most of us know by their Babylonian names of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not willing to honor King Nebuchadnezzar, who wasn't simply just some random king. This dude was the man as he ruled over all known world civilizations during that time. And this guy did not suffer fools gladly. He conquered every people group known at that time. So Nebuchadnezzar is very full of himself, and he decides that he's going to make, hey, this big old sculpture on the rain. He's going to make all of his officials around and about, you know, and 
our world today in the United States, this would be like the president making all of the senators and House of Representatives and governors of the states and anybody else that they could drag in from whatever source and come before him and, hey, you have to do X, Y, Z. It's real simple. Do it. Bottom line. And if you don't do it, hey, dudes, we're going to throw your butt in the furnace. And good luck with that. So yada, yada, yada. Come on, you got to do this thing. And there's all these people. And there are three people who will not do it. Yeah, you got it. It's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They will not do what... Hey, it's not that big of a deal. Seriously. Just bow down and then stand up and it's all good. Except these three men feared God more than man and... When the king found out about it, you know, he was really ticked off. And so he called the three there and he said, okay, I'm going to give you another chance and you better do it. And their reply is this, and it's from Daniel 3, verses 16 through 18. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, we are not in need of an answer to give you concerning this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods nor worship the golden statue that you have set up. Seriously? These three understood that God is greater than any man any human man. And that was a hill that these three were willing to stake their life on because they stood firm to what God had taught them. So right now, we're going to pause in this testimony here for today, and we'll pick it up tomorrow. So circling back around to the word praise, to praise God rightly is not about outward signs, or even some prescribed outward action per se, so much as an internal expression of warm approval or admiration of the Lord God Most High. Again, it is not an outward expression, so much as a condition of our heart and our mind. The thought to consider is this, how do you want to have others express approval and or admiration of you, Maranatha. Lord God, we are so grateful for your holy word that is alive and eternal. Although our mind struggles to understand how something that was written over 1,000 years ago could even remotely apply to our lives today here in October of 2021, it does. We also struggle to even understand why you even care about us humans, especially when we see the wickedness that is rampant in just every single direction. It is here in the Psalms, Father, that we find a balm to ease our hurts, our confusion of which way to go. Do we follow the agendas that our leaders and the media is bombarding us with? Or do we trust in you, the sovereign Lord, God most high, the living God, the only true God, 
Lord, today, we who are here, present on this holy ground, do declare, I trust you, Lord God. I do trust you that you will do something. We praise you, Lord. You treat us with kindness day after day, and you rescue us. You always protect us and save us from death. You, Lord God, are coming to judge everyone on earth, and you will be honest and fair. Today, we are choosing you, Lord God, and yes, we do need you to help us in these moments of unbelief. We know that you are able to do these things, Father, and so very much more. We ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. So, the update. It is time. Today is the day. Brittany, Michael, and their four young children are saying goodbye to Maui Island Living, and they're getting on that jet plane. Who knows if they will ever be there again? Yet, God is working out the plan. Some things are still in limbo. And they are seeking the Lord as to how He wants them to proceed. But they are laying their hand to the plow and not looking back. They are following the Lord's direction. Atlanta bound, and they will land on Saturday afternoon. On Thursday, I got to see up close and personal how God is literally providing amazing provision for these six people, even before they're getting on the plane. It is so humbling to see how just a few requests to two neighborhoods and one private local group literally filled my car not once but twice with clothing and things for the children that is suitable for our fall weather as well as a crib and a high chair. The Lord opened up others' hearts and closets to amazing, generous treasures. So what can we be praying for? Okay, we need to be praying for traveling mercies. This is not a direct flight, and traveling with littles can provide for some, mm, yeah, those kind of moments. But God, the Lord's mercies and grace, that they would be poured out not just on the family, but on fellow travelers, on the airplane, and the airport staff to hold the tender hearts and minds and psyches of these four children close to Jesus' heart as they grapple with the journey and all the questions that they have, ones that they're speaking, and also ones that they're holding in their heart. Friends, to God be the glory for all that He has done, is doing, and will be doing. He truly is such an amazing abundant provider. Now, on our continuing prayer request list, we're praying for Dan's mom, Carol, who is back in the hospital and, yes, really struggling, that the Lord's will would be done in how what the days ahead are going to be like. And also for Laura, who is in Japan, who is struggling with vertigo and just in a lot of pain. As she and her husband are looking for answers and looking for solutions, that the Lord would guide them and that in the process, Laura's husband would come to know 
and to accept Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. Stella and Ralph are asking for prayer. Ralph is still struggling. The pain is very real, and he just struggles. It's hard to move, and it hurts when he moves. And Stella is tired. She is exhausted from being the caregiver 24-7 for somebody who is in such pain that the Lord would be just so apparent in their lives and in provision for this family. For Jennifer and Chris, her husband, who are missionaries in Africa, they are still testing positive for COVID after the breakthrough infection in August. And yes, they cannot return to their mission field in Africa until they both have negative COVID tests and they desperately want to return. And then also Josh, who is seeking God, his divine touch to restore his sense of taste and sense of smell, which are essential to his profession as a professional chef. Yeah, you know what? We're just going to keep praying over and over every single day until the Lord moves. Now, if you desire to be added to the prayer list or you want to connect with PsalmsCast to share your thoughts, to ask questions, or to request a Bible of your own, our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. If you prefer to call or text in the United States, the number is 470-240-1509. If you use WhatsApp, the number is slightly different, 1-470-240-1509. And you can also make a connection, if you choose, through social media when it's available. PsalmsCast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.